We built this podcast, Hide Something from a Negro, for all the people out there who had questions about what's really going on in society. They were asking us to do a deeper look at all the different things that were happening on a weekly basis. So we began studying uh, all the information that was coming in and really dissecting what we saw. We saw it as a very important thing for us to do so we can understand what is society trying to hide from us? What is the media trying to hide from us? What are they not telling us? What do we need to pay attention to? And so you're going to dive into episode seven of this first season that is going to be 10 episodes, okay? You want to get the full access to all the episodes. So go to Patreon right now in the show notes and click on the show notes and find access to hide something from a Negro. Because although we have put these sneak previews here on Black Equity Podcast uh, feed for you to listen to, you are missing a lot of vital information and you are going into this world with a huge blind spot, a huge blind spot. If you are not aware of all the things that are going on right underneath your nose, you're going to join us on episode seven with a conversation already in progress where we're talking about what's happening Uh, with the Kanye West situation and some other things that have unfolded over the last week. But you do not want to stop at this sneak preview. You want full access to all of our conversations over these last seven episodes and the next three to come. Join our community so you can get full access to all the content for season one. I'm DJ Moultrie of Black Equity Network, and this is Hide Something from a Negro. Episode 7. There's been a lot with Kanye West this last six or seven days. Mm -hmm. He had a campaign rally in Charleston, South Carolina, supposedly because he's running for president. I'm not here to debate if he is or isn't running for president. That is a distraction. Mm-hmm. Um, but he made some comments during his rally that got a lot of attention, mm-hmm. um, mainly about Harriet Tubman. He also was in the middle of a crying uh, situation, talking about he could have lost his daughter. And all these were the biggest headlines. Mm-hmm. I recently shared something on social media that has began to go viral. And it says, well, why wasn't this the part that went viral? Why wasn't this the part that uh, we're noticing? And so before we go to that clip about, you know, this other part that was on the rally, I want to play a little bit of what he did say and just some of the reactions uh, from uh, well-known people uh, about Kanye's comments. We'll jump back in. We'll analyze those comments. And then I want to play for you after that um, comments that I think should have went viral, and then Ash and they'll have a conversation about why we think it didn't. Okay. All right. Wait, live now, Nick Cannon apology tour. I can't. Live now. Where do you see that at? On the right, third video. One, two. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're probably analyzing his rabbi conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. 
No distractions. I'm focused. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> Stephen moved when Harriet Tubman. Well, Harriet Tubman never actually freed the slaves. She just had the slaves go work for all the white people. Y'all, we leaving right now. <laughs> you ready? Communities have been, uh, I mean, economically excluded, financially impaired, and disabled due to the impact that the transatlantic slave trade left behind. You dig? Now, for so long, for so long, we've been asking. You know, we've been asking corporations, we've been asking the government, we've been asking everybody, man, to come help us, man, you know what I'm saying? Give us funding for our education, for our, our, our medical, for our insurance, you know what I'm saying? For our, our independent black businesses, so we can do for ourselves and won't have to depend on y'all. We've been asking. We've been asking for decades, man, if not centuries, you dig what I'm saying? We ain't got none but, but, but excuses, reasons why not. Okay, okay. Well, shit, bruh. Don't nothing beat the double crawl but the triple crawl. You know what I mean? We have what you call contingencies. You dig? Uh, and no contingencies are uh, we gonna go to the companies and corporations that benefited, had the greatest benefit from the transatlantic slave trade. Starting, starting with Lloyds of London. Yeah, starting with Lloyds of London. See, Lloyds of London has admitted, you know what I'm saying, has admitted to their shameful role quotation mark because I'm quoting them that's what they said the shameful role that they played in the transatlantic slave trade for two centuries they lent money to colonizers in Europe to buy and build ships to go to Africa capture kill kidnap our ancestors to bring them back here so uh, we could build this here country that they now don't want us in. Hmm. <laughs> okay, Lords of London, since you have admitted your shameful role, uh, we appreciate that. We do appreciate that. However, that is not enough. That is not enough. An apology will not be enough to rid yourself of the blame and the guilt 
and the accountability that comes with what you've done. Okay? Uh, we need equitable financial consideration. All right? Equitable financial consideration. You took more from us than you can ever pay back. So whatever we ask for is warranted. You understand me? You ripped us away from our, 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 our homeland. You stole our religion. You 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 forced a new a, 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 a new language on us. A new country, a new way of life, a new heritage. We don't even know who our ancestors was. Like for real, you dig what I'm saying? What's up, kid? So, whatever it is we asking of you, we feel is warranted. All right? So we want 10%. We want 10% in perpetuity. In perpetuity means as long as this company is in existence, the descendants of the African slaves should receive 10% of the value of the company. And, and while you're at it, since you guys are a lending institution and you in the lending money and you saw fit to lend to the colonizers so they could build and buy ships to come and, and, and rip our worlds apart for generations. Since you saw fit to lend, well, how about, how about you get to lending us? How about you get to lending us? One million dollars, a one million dollar loan with 1% interest for every descendant of African slaves in America. That what we feel is fair. That what we feel is fair. Uh, now, however y'all choose to go about this message, you got to understand, this message ain't, what's up kid, this message ain't to make y'all feel comfortable. This message is not for your convenience or, or, or to, to soothe, this message is not to soothe you. This message is to communicate to my people. If we want what we know we deserve, man, we're going to have to create leverage to take that shit, bro. We're going to have to create leverage. And the way we do that is stick together. If just as many people sign the petition, if just as many people show up for this as we do for everything else, the same way we made Kanye West a billionaire, the same way we made Jay-Z a billionaire, the same way we turned Off-White into a billion-dollar company, the same way we turned Supreme into a billion-dollar company, show up for this and I'm going to tell y'all what if y'all can't stick together for your own bankroll if y'all can't stick together for your own bankroll and do this for each other I can't fuck with you bro I ain't got no options you non fuck with I ain't lying bro cause this shit ain't for me this shit for y'all and if y'all motherfuckers still find an excuse and a reason to why not beware of the person who finds a problem for every solution? Okay? You say you want this shit? No, we deserve this shit.
hit the link in my bio, sign the petition, repost the letter. You know what I mean? Hold All right. So, uh, T, I was supposed to be talking about Kanye's um, uh, rally, but he ended up talking about something else, actually, which is still in uh, line with what we've been talking about. And there, there's some errors. Uh, well, I can't say errors. There's some things that I would disagree with in what T.I. is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you spot out anything uh, that T.I. was saying in that clip? And then we'll also talk about the Kanye part as well. Um, well, for one, African slaves, like we studied here, mm-hmm. probably the last three, four episodes. But that's not exactly true. Um, based off our information. Maybe our information is wrong, but based off what we studied, that doesn't appear to be true. Right. Um, what about you? What are some things that... Well, that's a big one. <laughs> when T.I. says African slaves and he's, and he's demanding a million dollars for descendants of African slaves, it's like, yeah, but at any time, if what we're studying is true, they can just flip it and say, well, technically... Mm-hmm. you're not African, so we don't owe you anything. So that's what we were talking about last episode about being very specific. Because mm-hmm. if we go to the root of this and say, we want a million dollars for the descendants of the children of Israel, then it's going to open up all the floodgates because what it does is it changes the course of all history. All the history books would have to rearrange right. uh, because everybody thinks that they are that and that's us. And so it would really change everything. When you start saying African slaves and how the the ships came and they stole us from our land, it's like, well, if that isn't quite the truth, then they can say, well, technically it wasn't your land and actually they sold us to you. Right. And so your issue is not with, you know, England or English or the colonizers, it's with Africa yeah. itself. And so what they could do is actually turn Black folk against Black folk, which would be uh, black Americans versus the Africans at any time. Which is they, awesome, but sorry. Yeah, it's, it is. It is. I've seen clips where uh, I've seen a, a, someone in Africa, I'm assuming they were African. Um, I'm not sure what country it was, but they, I think it was Ghana. But uh, they were saying, uh, you know, hey, I feel sorry for the, the people in, in America, but we got our own things going on here. We're not worried about what they got going on. And so it was kind of like dismissive of, of everything that we had went through. And, and I think it's because they're not us, we, which we studied. Mm-hmm. So I would just be very careful, T.I., to make sure you fully do your studying on this. Because if you ask for the wrong thing, it could, they could actually uh, pin you against your own, not your own people, but they can pin you against people that could be allies. Because we could go to Africa and go to different countries in Africa and invest in, in Africa and work with them. Although we uh, did have that slave uh, situation there, we could still work with them and really make a lot of generational wealth alongside uh, other melanated people. Right. But what they could do is if we don't know our history, they can turn us against each other real fast. I, I definitely agree with that. So I, have a, I do have a question for you. Sure. So as he was speaking, I was looking at it and I wanted to see what Lords of London is, right? Yeah. Company in the UK and it's technically an insurance and reinsurance market that doesn't 
So it's not an insurance company at all, right? So I guess that's what he was saying is that they they're into lending, even though they market themselves as a insurance company. Right. Um. Okay, so I understand the dynamic there, but. T.I. was saying that we create leverage by sticking together. What does creating leverage look like to you? Mm. I think what, well, let me dissect what he's saying. We create leverage by sticking together. And that just means that, well, using sign petitions and show up in the way that we showed up for these rallies or the protests and everything else how we made all these celebrities billionaires and all these companies billionaires what does creating leverage look like to you well i want to tackle something real quick because it's, it's sticking out there like a sore thumb and if i don't say this i'll regret it for the rest of my life because i you never know this could be our last episode you never know what life, what happens in life, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to get this on record. I, I am concerned when people say we have to stick together or when they say collaboration is better than competition. I've heard that too. And here's why I get a little skeptical about that. Because it's only when it favors them. Mm-hmm. So they want us to stick together only to sign their petition. But T.I. is not willing to stick together by showing up on this podcast. T.I. is not willing to stick together by showing up on smaller uh, black media platforms. It's only when it's what they want, we have to stick together. And like the collaboration is better than competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but only if I'm collaborating on the project that you want me to collaborate on. Mm-hmm. You're not going to collaborate over here on the project that I want you to collaborate on. It's only in favor of you. And so you're right. You, you gain a lot of leverage by, for lack of a better word, duping me into following your vision instead of my own. I don't necessarily believe that collaboration is always better than competition. I don't always believe that sticking together is always better than thinking independently. Okay. And so what does leverage look like to us? Okay. There, that was your original question. Right. For me, leverage looks like knowing the truth. Truth is the greatest leverage out of all of it. And it, it, inside of what T.I. is saying, if, if let's pretend that we were just on the phone with T.I. and he had that conversation with us. Mm-hmm. I would say, T.I., I can't collaborate with you on this. I can't sign that petition with you. And T.I. would say, well, why not? How dare you not? Do you not see what is going on? You don't want that million dollars from the Lloyd of London banks. I said, not if I'm going to be called an African slave and I know what the truth is. I don't want, I don't want to miscategorize something. And then we still didn't get to what's really going on in these textbooks that are out here. So I get a million dollars to silence me. And in the textbooks, it still says that the, uh, and I'm going to mess up their name. I knew it all last week. The, uh, Kazanaki Jews or whatever their name was, mm-hmm. they can say that they from the tribe of Judah. Right. That's all nothing. That still leaves a Leandra and a DJ a hundred years from now sitting here talking about hiding from a Negro. Right. So th- th- that's my issue 
with when people want us to collaborate with them and to work with them, but it's not rooted in anything truth, truthful. Well, uh, it's rooted in some truth, but it's, it's masked by a lot of lies. What are your thoughts? So here's where I'm, where I'm interested. What I'm interested in, in developing and discussing is a way to, so this to me is delivering the truth. This to me is revealing, unpacking, discussing, dissecting what the truth is. And in doing that, I'm recognizing how being very specific is so important, even as something as simple as, how do you feel when someone calls you a Negro? I'm not triggered by it. Why aren't you triggered by it? Because two days from now, they could say, I'm not a Negro, I'm African-American, and I'd still be the same person. Yeah. So in that, I can definitely appreciate what you're saying because all of these petitions that they have, all of these, you know, fundings and yada yada, this is this is an outreach to make communities better. They have these very specific details that leave certain people out. And I don't think that that is us leveraging anything. Um so I do agree with you. It's very important to be very specific. We know who we, you and I, DJ and Leandra, are unpacking who we are and why it's so important to be specific. So if we are, quote unquote, going to collaborate and stick together, it will 100% have to be very specific and it will have to be the truth. Because at that point, if we're not, then anybody can benefit from what we're trying to achieve for ourselves. At that point, anybody can leverage what that is. And I think that we're still at this point where we haven't received the things that we deserve because we're not being specific. We can go ahead and sign these, these petitions. We could go ahead and come together and have these grand conversations. But like the quote said, until the Negroes find out who they are, none of the stuff that we're saying or doing is really gonna matter. Because at the end of the day, they're going to take it and be like, well, they're not Negroes. They're African-Americans. They're not Negroes. They're not niggers. They're... So it's, it's this game that I'm honestly tired of playing and seeing. But I do think this, that being very specific and knowing the truth is going mm-hmm. to be the only key. Like the quote said, and it doesn't matter if Hitler said it or not, but I do believe that that's going to be the only key to unlocking all of the things that have been hidden from us, unlocking all of the things that we know we deserve and that we demand and actually receiving them. Yeah. What are your thoughts on what exactly, what did your city say? Beware of a person that finds a problem with every solution. Now, well, say that we're doing that right now. I was just about to say, as soon as you said that, you said, oh, you're talking about me then. Yeah. But see, I don't have a problem for every solution. I just have a problem for what his solution is. And so when, when, they, when they, and when I say they, I just mean people. In general, yeah. Right, people in general. When they, they try to pigeonhole you into the conversation, so then the only remark that you says sounds like it's a bunch of bullshit. Um, mm-hmm. To quote T.I. when he was talking about Candace, uh, I can't think of her last name right now. 
But um, what is Candace's last name? Oh, goodness. But anyway, so when T.I. went and, and, and says that, here's what my response to him is. And maybe it is finding a problem to his solution. He's talking about equitable solutions. Mm-hmm. And then he's talking about a million dollars uh, to each you know, African slave is what he says. Well, here's the thing, T.I. Here's a problem to your solution. Equity isn't necessarily receiving the money. Equity is working with lawyers of London. So then we know how to build our own lending company here in America. Right. If if I really wanted equity, lawyers of London would pump in for the next 25 years. uh, No interest. He talking about 1% interest. No interest free money into our new, um, lending company called the the Lloyds of of America, whatever we want to call it. But just for the context, we'll call it Lloyds of America, and it'll be owned and operated by uh, the children of Israel. Let's be specific. Mm -hmm. And we will do lending out to global uh, countries. And we'll send lending to China. We'll send lending there. And they'll own own us. They'll owe us. Because the borrower is slave to the lender. So to me, and that's, that's from the Bible. So you don't, you don't have to believe that if you don't want to. But to me, that's equitable, so us, equitable solution is putting ourselves as the lender and then having money pumped into our company as a silent partner from Lloyd's of London for the next 400 years. Mm. And that way we always have money to lend out, but it's interest free to us. Mm-hmm. And we just make money off the interest that we give to other countries, and we'll pay back lawyers of London all the money that they're giving to us interest free right. uh, during that time. And so that way we're making money, we're creating creating value through the interest that we're we're handing out to all these different countries. Maybe it's in America, maybe it's the Caribbean, maybe it's Australia, maybe it's China. We'll make those decisions because we have to make those decisions, not Lloyd of London. Right. To me, that's an equitable solution. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, some people would see that and say, well, you're finding a problem to every solution. No one finding the problem in your solution. Right. In that specific solution. Right. So here's the crazy thing. Even with that, what is the likelihood? And it's so sad because you know they're going to find a way to be like, well, you're not an Israelite. Right. You tested, but you're not a Israelite. You don't fit on this list. And though I know the way these games work, as perfect as it, that plan, mm-hmm. which just dissected, is so powerful. And I don't, I don't want to miss that or pass by that. Like I hear you. what you just said and what you just explained could really change the game. Like. I wish I saw that more. Even when we see something as small as on a city level, I wish we saw that more. Um, it's so like, damn, you know, it, there, there's so much power in that because you're literally saying, oh no, you're giving me what I'm supposed to get because this is what I, I, I'm telling you that you're about to give me. Yeah. You're giving it to me, interest-free, not mm-hmm. 1%. You're not about to benefit from what you're giving me. At all. This is for me to benefit from. You'll get your money back, but this is for me and mine to benefit from. And then we're going to take this thing on a global level. 
Yeah. And that's so important. By the way, her last name, Candace, her name was Owens. Thank you. But uh, yeah, I, I think that's very important. But what is the likelihood that that is going to happen? And what is the likelihood that they're not going to again tell us who we are, tell us we're not who we say that we are and who they know that we are? Because then it's going gonna, it's gonna to become a whole, at what point does this game end? Because then even bringing it back to Kanye, at what point do these games end? Because your plan is perfect to me. To me, that's the ideal gate-free solution. It makes mm -hmm. the most sense. It's something that I would love to pursue to do. I think it's something that we should all pursue if we are collaborating, all being very specific, um, collaborate and work towards achieving. But the obstacles that are going to come trying to pursue that mm -hmm. and with when I say obstacles I mean they quote unquote telling us who we are not mm -hmm. and trying to define who we are still like that's the main game and I want to know when those games end and how to work around that does that make sense yeah I understand completely I don't know what they'll respond back with but what, what I would put, put on the table, and I'm only bringing up Lloyds of London because T.I. brought it up. Right. I'm not, I did not wake up today saying, right, we're about to stick up Lloyds of London for their money. I, I didn't even think about Lloyds of London. But if we are pursuing them and we're talking about equitable solutions, that would be considered equitable. Right. Uh, but to, to answer your question, how likely is it? Probably not likely at all to, for them to, because part of, the, part of that is they're not going to get any money in return. Yeah. Uh, second part of that is and they would also be admitting, you know, through this, that we are the children of Israel and that would just shake up everything. Right. And so to me, the denial, the denial of doing this is actually what I'm looking for. Exactly. exactly. I want the denial because here's the thing. 